1: Episode 72, coming in hot. UFO No, what is going on? How are you today? Thank you for joining another journey into the fucking weird. It's, this one is, is great. We're going to be talking about uh, something in 1993, Indiana. Something that might just be Apache helicopters, might be aliens we're gonna go over it but it's aliens it's aliens spoiler alert it's aliens <laughs> that's right here's
0: an idea aliens
1: uh <laughs> as you can tell once again on the show coming back what a third time this is starting to be a fucking trend yeah it's yeah. edwin hard yeah. everybody
2: Bump it, bump it, bump it, bump it. Mm. What's going on, man? How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Uh, UFO? Fucking no.
1: Fucking A. Uh, yes. You know I'm what? ready
2: for it, man. I'm glad you're ready I, uh, for it. It's going to be a good up, one. I woke up. I listened to... Uh, my favorite live concert, in, in-person in concert of the Red Hot Chili Peppers all, oh. all morning while I was getting ready. And it got me all psyched, and I'm pumped. ready to go. I'm, yeah, I'm pumped. pumped. We are going to pump you up. <laughs> 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 exactly. Sorry, old SNL reference there. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We're about ready to get it on. So. What do we, DJ call it here? Hey, we're
1: whatever. DJ <laughs> UFO, no. DJ, uh, you that's that'd right
2: it would be a good one
1: <laughs> once again thank you all uh if you have not listened to us before thanks uh i'm glad you came along this journey whoever told you about us however you found us let me know reach out to me we're on twitter we're on instagram we're uh not on facebook that shit sucks um but everywhere else so reach out to me i'd love to hear from you uh But before we get too far into this, because I'm going to jump right into this, Ed. I'm excited to get into this one. Yes. Uh, Before we get into it, though, if you like what we do and how we do it, make sure to go give us a nice review wherever you're listening. If you're listening on Spotify, you don't even have to leave the episode. You can jump right up. Five stars. Looks great with all the other ones. Uh, Really appreciate it. So, today, we're talking about, once again, 1993, July 13th. In just an hour and a half, Ed, the state of Indiana literally exploded. Not literally, it exploded with reports. <laughs> That'd be bad. It would be of an oval or cigar shaped uh, shape with flashing red lights in the sky in one of the most active single nights in one place on record. Tons of them. Tons of them. We're
2: gonna go over a whole bunch. I love flying cigars, man. Yeah, I love flying cigars. Well, I'll
1: tell you, some of these are pretty, uh, are they pretty Cuban? rad.
2: Are Cuban cigars well these I believe could be Mars cigars Mars that that'd be a good name could it'd be Mars Mar- Mar- well if like Mars candy bar came out with like with
1: a with a cigar yeah Mars like, can- Mars
2: candy bar or Mars cigars yeah it, oh dude yeah <laughs> that'd work out man it'd work ours <laughs> that'd be a slang name for him oh terrible
1: uh as well as, uh, so here's the reports. Reports said the object, whatever it was, was moving in a very purposeful and seemingly predetermined direction, quote unquote. Uh, the sightings were largely dismissed as helicopters, balloons, a.k.a. bullshit propaganda by those in official areas and uh, by local media. But it does remain one of the most Curious and intriguing UFO events on record. So, once again, this is the entire state of Indiana in the span of an hour and a half, just popping off one after another. Some of them at the exact same time. Nutso.
2: Just right off the bat, yeah. Uh, them deter- de- determining that they were going in just one particular direction, mm-hmm. you know, like, like they had a, they were going somewhere, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, and cigar shaped, uh, to me just right off the bat it makes me want, and they're trying to blame it on helicopters you know like the fucking well that's US one of them that's how it was
1: dismissed uh, and we'll go into several of them that i do think possibly could have been my mistaken identity the whole thing is this the whole question is before you go on and yes. i, I you're but good. you're good were they aliens why were they visiting the american midwest uh or was it like secret technology apache helicopters so there's numerous of them that It's pretty solid that they weren't. Apache helicopters, even though they were dismissed that way, but there's others.
2: Oh, you'd hear the fuck out of an uh, well. That's Apache. what's interesting when we go into this. It's very interesting because uh, am I giving stuff away already? No, well, a little bit,
1: but we'll <laughs> we'll go into it.
2: We will answer all your questions and more on this episode of UFO No. But what I was thinking was, yeah, like it's government shit that they're testing. Maybe I'm always and of that. Anything blaming, blaming any, it? On yeah, it.
1: anything that has physical effects of propulsion, um, lights, things like that. I'm always skeptical. A lot of these, I think, are mistaken identity, but some of them are a little bit less hard to to pin that way. But let's get right into it. Uh, Let's break them down. The Indiana Flash
2: UFO wave. The story goes... Is that what the official name of it is? Yeah. That's that's rad. I know. Kind of like the Phoenix lights. Catchy.
1: Catchy. Story goes, at around 9 p.m., July 13th, residents started seeing and reporting... Lights and objects in the night skies. One of the first reports came just outside Albion, around 16 miles south of, I think it's Ligonier or Ligonier.
2: Just be confident in what you say. Ligonier. You? I'm yeah, going go. with it. I like the lie. <laughs> I think it
1: reminds me of lions. At 9 p.m. when a mother and her son saw a glowing oval object uh, that traveled with two red lights ahead of it. Moments later in Ligonier... A 35-year-old woman was driving home from an auction with her two children and her mother. They noticed several bright red-orange lights in the sky hovering over the near- nearby train tracks. Uh, when they got closer to the tracks and stopped for a freight train, the lights were directly over the top of the train at about 25 feet. After the train passed, the, uh, they saw the car drive... Uh, I'm sorry. The car drove over the tracks, stopped again getting out of the car so they could look back at the tracks, get a closer look at the thing. The lights were still there, hovering uh, overhead, no sound. Hovering, no sound. The train was moving? The train was gone at this point. So they stopped for the train. The lights were over the train. Okay. Okay, so then the train passes, and then the lights are still there. They drive under, and then they get out to take a closer look. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yep. So then, uh, now once again, no sound. Okay. So after several minutes, they, the thing, the craft, the lights silently and calmly moved off to the West. Uh, then the people got back in their car and continued on their way. But where were they going when they got home 20 minutes later? Oh,
2: that's where they're going.
1: There you go. They (laughs) saw the same lights again, moving past their house. Now there, there's all this thing about... So it, it made their dogs bark. There's all this thing throughout this that we're going to go through where dogs are barking. Now, dogs bark... I have a Chihuahua. Dogs bark for a number of reasons. Some dogs only bark for predators, threats,
2: whatever. Some dogs bark at strollers that are two blocks away. And okay? some dogs, like mine, uh, he barks at nothing. There he'll, you go. He'll bark at the wind. So this whole, like... This whole them saying, oh, my dogs only bark at
1: crazy things. Uh, I don't know. I don't know about that, but that continues to pop up. So make, a, make that of what you will. Uh, but to me, the dogs barking ferociously, I don't mean shit. Uh, th- to me, that's not much. I mean, that could be what if another dog's do- barking? Unless like these people tend to say, they tend to say, well, they've never done. They've never acted that way before. Okay, maybe. Um, but how often do they like, do they bark at helicopters in general? Do they bark at flying things in general? I mean, was it that close? Anyways, we're going to, we're going to go through it. We're bouncing around a little bit. Big
2: dogs, big dogs can't look up. So how would they know?
1: Damn son.
2: (laughs) I'm just kidding. That was a a movie
1: quote. I was going to say, I was like, (laughs) what? It's like, I'm pretty sure I've seen them look up.
2: It's a Sean of the dead. I'm trying to think in
1: my head. Um, (laughs) So, uh now as they say, the dogs hardly ever did this. Bark ferocious or furiously is the the term they use. So, people saw the lights which were on a horizontal line that rotated as a unit but didn't seem to have anything connecting them. Around the same time, a local woman driving with her kid also saw several bright red orange lights but these produced a high pitched whine at the same time
2: so up up just a couple sentences mm-hmm. back mm-hmm. you said they were flying so pretty much information
1: that's the that's what they're they're saying so but they're also saying they were in formation with what appeared to be nothing connecting them now my argument
2: so multiple, is multiple multiple
1: yeah my now things. they're saying either multiple or my argument is if you're looking up in the night sky and all you see is three lights yeah in formation without anything connecting them doesn't mean nothing is connecting them
2: right right
1: so once again could be mistaken identity could be an invasion you know we don't know it's but we're going to continue to look at these and like put that together that picture together so and this is just once again these are just accounts of all these different times when uh these people saw this in this crazy span of time that were that were Tons of these uh, these things. So, and they're quick little reports. You know, like I said, this one saw a horizontal line, rotated as a unit, didn't seem to have anything connecting them. Same time, local woman driving with her kids saw several bright red and orange lights.
2: Also, but, keep in sorry not to interrupt. Yeah. Also, keep in mind though, what we talked about on last episode, if uh, if those listeners didn't listen to that one yet, um, is that uh, we were talking about mass hysteria. Yeah. Like, well, not mass hysteria, but like, uh, it was the lady who had the flowers. Mm. And, and and she, she misinterpreted. She, she told her story to people and then other people started saying. exactly. So, you know, you never know.
1: Exactly. Now, what's interesting, though, that's a that's it's funny, Ed, that you say that. Because you are jumping to questions that I answer later on, but oh,
2: man, you're, it's great it though better. because
1: you're already putting it together. That makes it better. You're exactly. You're already putting it together. But an interesting fact comes up later about how, in this situation, that didn't apply. These were reports coming into the police at this point. Okay. OK, so these are all, okay. these aren't like public reports. These, so these are, are re- all rec- reports coming in at the same time or around the same time period, all flooding into authorities. Legal reports. Yes, okay. correct. Okay. So and these are all the initial reports. Nothing has come out in the public. This is while it's happening. OK, so uh, this time the uh, the woman driving with her kid that saw several bright red, orange lights. But these one produced a high pitched wine. Five minutes later, around five miles to the south of Ligonier, a housewife was driving home when she noticed lights near her house. At first, she thought the lights were from a fire truck. Mm -hmm. By the time she pulled up outside of her house, though, she could clearly see a stationary object hovering around 20 feet from the ground. Two red lights flashed on the side. That's usually aircraft, right? Yes. But why is it, like, hovering so... Low and so close, so that's the other and thing. And was it staying in place, in place, so. hovering,
2: stationary. I mean, they do have planes that do that, but they you're do well. Fucking
1: hear not it. planes, planes can't do well. Yeah, with incredible noise. Yeah, yeah, because it's all about jet propulsion, keeping it. Yeah, you know, it's yeah. so there is no way it's going to be even.
2: And what the fuck would that be doing landing where? Exactly. Yeah.
1: And we continue. She noticed that two other cars had stopped nearby also looking at it. So now we have a, you know, several witnesses. The mysterious craft made no sound, but the ground underneath it was covered with the red glow of the lights. So what she's saying there is even though there was no physical evidence of propulsion, clearly the lights were flooding the area. Gotcha. So it was real light. Uh, so she runs into her house, grabs her husband and son, brings them outside where they say, or where they saw the glowing object for themselves then the craft takes off at around 9 15 p.m just outside columbia city a local resident and his neighbor saw points of light quote unquote in the sky around a half a mile away and 100 feet off the ground for around two minutes no sound so already we've got two alternate types mm-hmm. one that makes a whining sound and two that are that are that have no sound right or yeah Yes. Uh, At around the same time in Syracuse, 65-year-old former pilot was at his farmhouse when he heard a humming sound. He went outside to investigate. Around 600 feet in front of him and around 50 to 70 feet above the ground was a cigar-shaped dark gray color object with a bright red light at each end and was just short of 300 feet long and 25 feet wide that also made a humming sound. Uh, He watched the object rise to just above the treetops for around seven minutes, then drift away, disappearing behind the trees and out of sight
2: and drift away.
1: Now what's interesting about this one (laughs) is several days after the sighting, he ended up developing hives and getting really sick. So that says to me, radiation, radiation poisoning. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, even though, obviously, I mean, the reports don't say that. It doesn't even say he went to the hospital for it. It just says that he reported feeling sick and getting hives. But that's the first thing I think of is some type of radiation. I mean, radiation. because that's a pretty typical.
2: Yeah. Or yeah. maybe like they didn't notice, but maybe the thing was like, it's like, you know, like putting out sh- jet, like putting out just some gas. Oh, gas. And was, that was the humming sound was a pump. Yeah, or something. Oh,
1: dude. I never thought about that. I never thought about the fact. Well, that's really the only one where that happened. Yeah. Where somebody got sick. But I never thought about the concept of early drones. What What do do you mean? Well, think about now. You can do all this with a drone. Yeah. You can come right in over somebody's house. What are you going to hear? A slight humming sound. Yep, yep. Dude, early 1993
2: military drones. Dude, that never even crossed my mind thinking about this. Huh? I like that. Uh, what what year did drone uh, well, I'm sure yeah, the military had them way before. Oh, they for became, sure. But I mean like I wonder what year Oh, fuck. Here, here I go. closed
1: my Google. Here I was literally telling you. I know. What year
2: were drones introduced? To the public or to the military? Or well,
1: that's what we want to know.
2: Yeah, the military. So
1: let's see what it says. Dun, da, uh, da, da. The first modern drone is developed in 1935? Holy shit. Now, wait a minute. When in, Are we just talking about unmanned
2: craft? But still, that's nuts. That is nuts. That's, fuck, yeah. Yeah, that's weird. I wasn't expecting that far back. I was not expecting that at all. It I was expecting maybe like the late sixties,
1: early seventies, maybe nineteen thirty-five. The first modern drone is developed. When the Royal Air Forces commenced in nineteen eighteen, the UK the UK needed effective methods for training pilots. Target practice was typically accomplished by tower by towing gliders behind crewed aircraft. However, that method failed to provide a realistic simulation for engaging enemy fighters in live combat. In response, the D-Havilland DH-82B Queen B aircraft was used. A low-cost radio-controlled drone developed for aerial target practice. It's considered by many to be the first modern drone. That's fucking insane. Yeah. 1936, U.S. drone program begins. Mm. What the fuck? Yep. Holy shit, dude. You literally just blew this wide open, man. Baboosh. God damn, that's crazy. Babooshka. Yes. That is
2: crazy. My mind is blown. Yeah. Well, hey, score one for the Edster for blowing <laughs> your mind this time.
1: Dude, that is nuts. I would I never would have, you know, here I'm all thinking, well, it's either helicopters or it's UFOs. No. It actually could. It's highly probable. It's highly probable
2: that these are drones. It's highly probable. But what would so? What would make him feel sick and get hives? Well, that could that could be anything. Maybe it I mean it could have been
1: it could have been, been, been that one dude was targeted.
2: Yeah, you know maybe he was a real prick, or or maybe <laughs> he was already getting sick or like 8 something later that night. I mean, and- the
1: yeah, the hives and all that could have been that is that a coincidence or not? That's really, but the whole dude, the entire thing of a slight humming sound, small, you know, s- small noises of engine noises, that is 100% drone. Like now back in the 90s, right? But dude, think about that. If they if the US had a program in 1936, yeah, to start working on drones,
2: yeah. How long did that take? Yeah. Oh. How long did that take? And they've just been perfecting it since. Oh, fuck yeah. Uh,
1: and then, of course, dude, it makes perfect sense because then as soon as the millet, that like consumers get it, we get these
2: fully functional drones that kids can use. Yeah. Yep. Holy shit. Yeah, you should have, should have saw the one Evan got. Oh, he, yeah. He's like, I paid. Oh,
1: Evan is our uh,
2: producer friend. Evan, yes. What yes. up? What up, dude? Uh, yeah, Shout he, out Evan Yeoman. He, he he bought one and it was like $1,800. bucks. i am like, damn, Yeah, dude. Yeah, no, yeah, go fuck you. Yeah, and he puts Evan. on a virtual reality helmet. Yeah, it's a fly. VR
1: goggle. Yeah, dude, fully immersive, weird. crazy shit. Crazy shit, but that's nuts to me. I mean, now I am like, I am like Jesus. If you, now some of these are pretty big. You know, a lot of times they're talking about, you know, 30 to 50 feet. But if you think
2: about it, what if you just upscaled a
1: well well now think about it. our how have we done as a society? Do things typically get smaller? Or bigger or bigger. They get more compact to make them easier. So now the modern day drone that lifts off your hand, the the original one in nineteen ninety three were thirty to fifty feet long wide. I mean, think of I mean, dude, they awesome. have surveillance drones that are that size now. Really? Oh. I didn't know that. Yeah, man. Like uh military drones that yeah, with that's gun fucking, gun drones and shit. That's fucking huge. Oh, it's, dude, you should see the drones that they have now that they're talking about that are single pilot drones. Where it's a it's a it looks like a Formula One race car uh fuselage with instead of wheels, it's four propellers. It's drone, dude, but you're piloting it. It's Whoa. nuts, man. They're talking about that for flying cars.
2: Oh yeah, I've seen, yeah, that. I've seen
1: that. Nuts. Anyways, this was a crazo turn down a rabbit hole, but worth what it. a great rabbit hole. Yeah, that was worth it. Jesus. I drones, early drones. Think about that. People 1993 and then
2: 1936, the U S starts developing them. And back in uh, the nineties, no one had, I don't even think drones were available to the public back then. If they were, no. they were pieces of ship. So people, well, of course, so they weren't recognized, you know, they didn't know what they were. Or at least weren't as familiar with them as people are today. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, the history history of military drones, the 1800s. Since the mid-1800s, militaries around the world have been utilizing drone technology for training, target practice, airstrikes, bomb detection. What the fuck?
2: We're all going to die, people. Surveillance, hostage negotiation, hostage negotiation. And don't believe that duck under a desk and tuck your knees to your fucking chest none of that's gonna save you we're all gonna die
1: dude listen to this this is a crazy detour but i'm gonna read it anyways coming from this is an article in percepto called the evolution of drones from military to hobby and commercial uh percepto.co, Co. not even.com yeah they don't give a fuck yeah um yeah, <laughs> World War One, 1915, Nikola Tesla wrote about unmanned aerial combat vehicles. The first attempt at a self-propelled drone as an aerial target was completed in 1916 by AM Low. It wasn't until World War One that the first pilotless torpedo was invented by Dayton Wright Airplane Company. After World War One, companies worked to push drone technology forward with inventions like the Hewitt-Sperry Automatic Airplane and the Kettering Bug. An unmanned aerial torpedo. Most, most, that's a missile. Unmanned aerial torpedo. That's a fucking <laughs> missile. Most reports, most reports during this time were completed by the military up until 1935 when actor and model airplane enthusiast Reginald Denny became the first civilian to develop a remotely, a civilian to develop a remotely piloted vehicle, World War II. During World War II, both Allied and German forces used drones to train aircraft gunners and aid in missions. Dude, I've watched so many World War
2: II documentaries and never seen that. Dude, imagine just real quick. Imagine if the Wright brothers would have lived to today. Imagine what they the Vietnam War, the seventies, eighties, and nineties.
1: The U.S. military began. Well, now of course we have drones. We have insane military
2: drones. When, when do they become available to the public?
1: Uh, let's see. Commercial drones take flight. 2006. Oh, wow. Damn. Wow. Damn. Hobby drones. 2013.
2: Damn. Yeah. So there's new, new. Holy shit, dude.
1: My mind is blown. Thanks, Ed. Welcome. I haven't been blown in a while. Yeah. Uh, that's that's nuts. I,
2: I like to blow as many people as possible. Uh,
1: <laughs> this guy, <laughs> yeah. Oh brother, this guy stinks. <laughs> Boo this man! Boo this man. <laughs> oh shit, that's okay. So drones. <laughs> Anyways. Crazy dudes who are on. Hey, welcome back to the show. I'm good at derailing shit. <laughs> Dude, that that, that was a great derail, though, man. That was a great derail. I don't know why my brain didn't think drones. I've I've known we have military drones, but like, you know, most of them, I I didn't think of like hovering. I just didn't think about it, but now it makes so much sense. Anyways, all right. So she thinks it's a fire truck. It's not. Uh <laughs> Wee woo, wee woo. So she grabs her. Oh yeah, they craft runs out. Uh did I already read the Let's see. At around 9 15 PM, just outside Columbia City, local resident and his neighbor saw points of light. I think I already went over that one. Yeah, and then the former pilot. That's right. We were talking about that. The humming sound. Yeah, we already went over that. Oh my god, what a crazy derail, man. But oh, it yeah. was great.
2: I, it was such a good. It was so good, I, though. You don't even know where you're oh, at. Now. I'm
1: so excited. <laughs> so excited. I'm de- discombobulated. Um. All right. So this. Uh, let's see. Former pilot sees this. The lights. Um. Oh, he heard a humming sound. So then he goes out check it out. Drone. Sees the. That's right. Twenty five <laughs> feet wide. Twenty five feet wide. Also which, made a humming sound.
2: Which isn't that... I mean, it's I mean, not it's, that it's crazy. Big. I mean, when it's you big. think
1: about what these big military drones are, I'm sure they're at least 25 feet wide.
2: Yeah. Yep. Um, like I, I said from the beginning, man, fucking military. Dude. God damn it. You're you absolutely can't trust right. them. You the can't fucking trust them. Government, sheisty bastards. I know. I want to buy... A, you want to go out on a bomb shelter with me? No. And we can just... <laughs> Like, we'll invite... Look, like- I'm
1: not going to become a, a doomsday prepper.
2: Oh, come on. Just from
1: realizing there's drones.
2: Oh, come on. Just... <laughs> what about a Russian attack? We'll
1: talk about this after, Ed. <laughs> talk about bunkers after. Uh, So, oh, that's right. Hives, and he felt really sick. That's right. And then we were talking about... Okay, okay. No one knows if it's connected or not. These sightings are connected or not. Um. Okay, so... Five minutes later near Cromwell, former pilot's mother, the former uh, pilot that we were talking about, uh, also reported seeing lights as she let her four dogs out into the yard. They also started going crazy, the whole barking wildly thing, yeah, which t- yeah, yeah. I, I would imagine there are small dogs and small bar- th- dogs do that. I mean, they just do that. So her her daughter also comes out watching the lights as they disappeared into the distance, but they noticed that they rotated as if changing direction before vanishing.
2: Okay. So,
1: uh, at 9.30 p.m., the Noble County Sheriff's Department was fully aware of numerous UFO sightings, most of which were described as a dark object with red lights moving at a low altitude. Okay? Keep that in mind. But that was just the beginning. Another sighting just outside Ligonier. Lagoneer, I said that the right way, happened at 9.30 p.m. when two teens, one of whom was the daughter of the former pilot guy, driving along Sparta Lake Road heard a humming sound and noticed several red lights. Every time I hear humming, now I'm thinking drone. Mm. You're absolutely right because I'm like, well, a helicopter wouldn't make a humming sound. You're absolutely right. A drone would, though, because it's not it's not like full propeller sound. No. And so when you hear a drone, it sounds like a distant hum. Yeah. Yep. It really does. Mm -hmm. If you didn't Mm -hmm. know if it was a drone, like now we could just be like, that's a drone. That sounds like a drone. You know,
2: now they make uh, noiseless drones.
1: Nuts. We're fucked. Yes. Jesus. We're totally fucked. Uh, So fascinated by the humming sounded lights, they pull over the car so they get a better look. They watched for several moments as the lights made their way over the fields and farm buildings, getting closer together before disappearing. Uh, That could possibly, the fact they were getting closer together, could suggest that they were accelerating. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Simply by the fact that if they're going away at a very fast distance and increasing speed, then they would get closer together, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, by, so it's an optical illusion, Science. is what I'm saying. So Science, instead of them bitch. actually coming together, <laughs> it would be them moving off into the distance. And, but that's why it's so hard hey everybody thank you once again for listening to the show i hope you're enjoying everything so far if you want to help support the show there are many ways you can do that you can follow the link down in the show notes and that will take you to several links including our patreon where you can listen to the show which you already are thank you very much you can also leave a review on any of those you can watch the show slash listen on rumble you can also watch slash listen on youtube you you can follow the show on Instagram. Stay in touch. You can buy merch as well as you can follow the link to start your own podcast where you will get a $20 gift card and it lets them know that you're supporting the show. Love you all. Thank you so much. Back to the show. To say what these things are doing, what direction they're going, because you don't know what the front is. You don't know. what I mean, it's I mean, obviously, you can say they're moving from left to right, up or down. But to say that they're moving in predetermined directions, I mean, even a, even a satellite, well, a satellite is moving in, but even a, even a <laughs> shooting star looks like it's moving in a predetermined direction, even though it's just haphazardly landing.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: So that, to me, those aren't, like, huge winning arguments. Like, well, it was going in one direction, <laughs> and... It was it. It was accelerating. It came together really. The lights came together really quick. So I. I don't know. I don't know.
2: Do you remember? Uh, this was a few years ago. Do you remember the news here in town in Lewiston, where uh, there was a big old boom, but they couldn't figure it out? No. When was that? Um, this was. You're what? derailing again, Ed. I'm sorry. God damn it! Big well, boom th- in Lewiston. Well, well, well. Yeah, anyway. It was all over the news <laughs> that they couldn't figure out what the the noise was, and it was a loud boom. Like I was living at Adams Lane at the time, and it, so how long ago was it? Um, I was just started school, so like by maybe like four or five years ago. Oh, okay. I know that they were doing a lot of blasting, and but the news reported it. And oh, like, I don't know. We we don't know what the hell this Look, was. Look, man, you can't
1: trust anything in the news. Well, yeah, I know. Could be it could have been blasting, and they're like, wait, that was a mysterious boom. Yeah i don't know i'll the the hard part is like that could be a sonic boom
2: that was mentioned
1: that, that could be mentioned. i mean it could be so much it you know so much if it's just a random boom you know you could have some idiot it sounded
2: like a shotgun blast I thought well but even... a
1: shotgun blast if it was heard by numerous people like it would have to be like a, in in a pretty wide area yeah but once again ed
2: Derailed. Derailed. Sorry, my bad. It's all good. I'll try not to do that again. (laughs) I can't promise anything. (laughs) That was a boom in Lewiston. Did you hear about it?
1: Anyways, so uh, by the time they got to her house, the girl ran inside to tell her mom what was going on. The mother was, remember, the one who had seen the lights from several minutes earlier. So now you're starting to get a group effect, okay, before it's announced to the public. But now it's just like little groups. People that know each other. Yes. Around the same time, a man and his teen son were watching a baseball game on TV in Whitley County when they saw six to eight red lights through the window. When he looked closer, he, saw, he was sure the lights were part of one object. So now they look connected. Remember that one that didn't? Yes. Yes. Exactly. Uh, so he told a local newspaper later that it had lights, it was quiet, it was low, and it was slow. And that it was so weird because the object was so quiet. And once again, now I'm, I'm convinced it's drones. It, uh, it hovered for several moments just above the trees before heading off into the distance. In Cromwell, also at 9.30 uh, 9 p.m., a woman and her son were driving home to, the, to their trailer when they saw an oval pattern of pulsating red lights in a straight line. Now, this one's an oval pattern as opposed to a triangle. By the time because remember the other ones looked yeah. like they were in B formation yeah, or they yeah, were like yeah. horizontal lines,
2: yeah
1: uh so this one's an oval pattern by the time they pulled up to their trailer, the lights were directly above them around ten feet while the red lights brightened then dimmed the sun's claim the woman's son claimed he saw he could see fainter blue lights in between them what what uh,
2: yeah what uh how big were the lights? Well, that's it's not
1: really it no. It's just saying that it's ten feet above them. Uh, so then they said, and once again, I want to know the diameter. Here's of the problem. The oval. Here's the problem, though. I appreciate that because they're not even trying because they don't know. Yeah, see what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Instead yeah. of a lot of these people to be like, well. I mean it looked like it was how the fuck do they know? The, yeah. You don't even know what it
2: is. Yeah.
1: I get how that. can you identify what the size is? One, it's in it's elevated. So it is by nature going to be smaller yeah. than it is if it's right in front of you and on top of that you don't know what the fuck it is. Yeah. So yeah. there's no way in my mind. Yeah. And and the numerous researchers and and even skeptics uh, skeptics have said the same thing. How are you gauging how big it is and how far it is away? And on top of that, just the layman saying, "Oh, and it it, went, it was going 1,200 miles per hour." How the fuck do you know? Yeah, you don't even pilots, it's hard for pilots. Pilots have said before, it is hard to look up and see an aircraft and know how big it is unless you know, are familiar with that aircraft.
2: You talked about that last time, too. Yeah, oh, well, because it's a, it's a common theme that pops up in these things is yep.
1: people look, they're trying to add credibility. Yeah. You got to realize if you're coming forward with something like this, you already know people are going to be skeptical. Yeah, you're, It's not like you're going to be welcomed with open arms. Yeah. People know that. Yeah. So, you know, kudos on them for going forward and saying, Hey, I want to report this. But then you also have to say like, If there's somebody on the other line that was like, Oh yeah, what did the lights look like? And then you have somebody that's like, Well, it it looked like it was and trying to add more credibility to it. Yeah. But in my opinion, it's pure speculation. Yeah. Pure speculation. It doesn't add credibility. Now it add might it might add in more depth as a storyteller. Yeah. But you're not trying to tell a story. No, we're trying to get down to the nitty-gritty. Yeah. You know, so it's like this is the whole point, is I appreciate the fact that she's going. It was like 10 feet. There were lights. Like, that's the fucking description I would give. Yeah. Be like, there was a bunch of lights in a circle about 10 feet above me.
2: <laughs> that's all I could get because I was like, what the fuck? 10 feet? You could have almost reached up and touched it. Dude, I'm
1: five foot nothing. Oh. Five foot seven, actually. But you so can a little jump, something. You can jump, a like, you can mm-hmm. jump like LeBron, mm-hmm.
2: though. I've seen it. <laughs> I'm springy. Uh. <laughs> Like a motherfucking kangaroo. <laughs> oh shit. Uh, good, good thought though. But,
1: uh, the witness said the lights arranged into two rows after being an oval and moved in a way that suggested they were part of the same object. Now that was interesting to me because that that says to me there was some type of either formation change or the object shifted to another structure. So think yeah. like a hovering versus a. So, like, something that can streamline and then fold out yeah. if it's sitting there. Which, to me, that's not that... Hard to do. No. Engineers could do it. Totally. And yeah. then if you have lights attached to whatever it is that's the the the, the, the the you know, outer, whatever the fuck.
2: But 10 feet, that's close. But was it 10 feet? Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Was it 10 feet? Yeah, that's
1: true. I mean, was it... Did it look like it was 10 feet above the house? But it maybe it wasn't. How, what are they gauging that? The light that was shining on the house. Like threw, what? What was the gauge for that? I would have threw a rock at it. Well,
2: <laughs> that's probably a bad idea.
1: You would have. You would have been an alien pro. <laughs> for sure. Oh, I'm Mike. not
0: sure what's going on, but my asshole is in danger.
1: Poor Mike. <laughs> oh, blind Mike! Keep him in your thoughts and your prayers. We're gonna get him back, everybody. We're gonna get him back. Uh, okay. So the object also made a high pitched whine. All right. So at the same time, around five miles west of Wolf Lake, four members of family saw three red lights that were moving parallel to them in the same direction when they were returning home, traveling along the highway. They watched the lights move across the sky, completely silent. Now, again, here's my problem with this. You have... People that are traveling in a vehicle on a highway.
2: Yes. Sir.
1: You can't really even hear a helicopter unless it's pretty close to you when you're in a vehicle with the windows down. Yeah. How are you here? How do you know if it was completely silent or not if you if you even if you roll down the windows, you're getting rushing of wind. Yes. So it's going to be difficult for you to hear that. So I'm I'm my first thought is how do they know? Yeah. How do they know it's complete? To me, that's pure speculation because they didn't hear anything. Touche. Doesn't mean anyways, but that's a common thread in a lot of these. Once again, I think people like to add their own speculation, but the problem is is it doesn't add credibility. No. It adds depth to their story, but it, in my opinion, takes away from the credibility because how do you substantiate that? You can't. Can't. So if, if you're providing uh details in your story that can't be substantiated that means it's going to put doubt into your story because right away they're going to be like how do they know that oh well i didn't i just it just didn't make noise and then you're going to have a bunch of people going well right away you didn't identify that right so how do we how do we know you even interpreted this entire situation the correct way right so like i said people don't add speculation to your accounts to your experiences go even if it does even if it jumps around even if it's like look i'm not a believer or a disbeliever but if i had an experience the first thing i'd think is how do i get people to understand in a way that they're also going to believe this right i'm not just going to be right. like <laughs> with a whole bunch of spec and how i felt yeah and all this shit no i'm going to try and put it in terms and think about it
2: logically. It,
1: that's what then, blows my mind about people that just they just I don't understand where they're coming from. They Do you, you not understand? All out. Yeah, they don't understand that not only is this an incredibly like full of shenanigans this entire topic. You know, full of liars and 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 idiots and people yeah. that love to take advantage. Yeah, which but, has
2: brought down the credibility of yeah. The, the but UFO then you have a just society. a huge
1: broad selection of all these different things. So you really got to go with the facts. So people, if you have experiences, if you have encounters, whatever the fuck you're having, email. Yes, email. yes, do email. But also don't like don't make it a novel. You know, like just break it down. Like here's what happened to me. Not like at twilight, the ship landed with a. You know, shut the fuck up. Anyway, so so once again, (laughs) I derailed this time, but I'm just saying completely silent means nothing to me unless you can you can say, I know that because there was a rush of wind. I could see like there was some kind of force coming from it, but no sound or it went right over my head. No sound. That makes sense. You driving in a car, see something out your window and you don't hear anything. Okay. Yeah. You know, yep. welcome to real life, I guess. I don't know. Uh, anyways, from the way they moved, the witnesses believed the lights were separate objects. They continued to watch them until they disappeared. According to Bruce Engstrom of uh, MUFON, which if you're not familiar with MUFON, no, that's I mean. Mutual UFO Network. Uh, a pretty good group. I mean, look, it's believers, okay? Okay. That's, you got to have a no guy, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. You got to yeah. have a, a guy that's like, no, 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 no. I don't think that was aliens. But if you have a whole group of people that are just investigating and trying to prove aliens, I'm not saying that MUFON does that. I'm saying that a lot of their shit is, is very much so trying to support the existence of aliens
2: and, yes. and UFOs, which are I'm, they pretty credible?
1: I mean, they've been around a very long time. Okay. They've got a lot of investigators. They have a wonderful history and compile and all this stuff, but they they make money off of this. Yeah. And I'm not saying that's bad. I'm just saying that that leaves room for fuckery. So just keep that in mind, people. You know, I'm not saying they're credible or not credible. I'm just saying, according to this guy. Of MUFON. And you always got to go with the sources that have the most and tend to put it out there. You know, you have to. Anyways, he says that the sighting, quote, fits with several other reports of red lights moving northwest in Noble County, Indiana, following Route 33 from Fort Wayne to the northwest. Um, Around 15 minutes later, when these people got home, two more lights appeared in the sky over their house. Or not over their house, just appeared in the sky somewhere. Within while they were near their house. They could see them. Uh, However, they felt certain that these were lights of two helicopters because they could hear the typical helicopter sound in the distance. So now that we've got lights above a house, but they can hear helicopters. So was it mistaken identity in a lot of these other cases? Or was it just this case was helicopter's? And was this case connected? Who knows?
2: Yeah. Government probably, but besides. But does it add? Yeah. So, (laughs) so exactly.
1: I mean, to me, it's once again, it's, it's, I think there's a lot of room here for mistaken identity, but I think also there's room for credibility as well. I think some of these are. Yeah. Uh, 935 PM in Cromwell, another sighting of the red lights, this time by three teenagers who were driving when one of them noticed several red lights that appeared just above the trees, hugging the roadside a little over 300 feet away, uh, between 30 and 40 feet above them. They continued along the road with the lights until they disappeared less than a mile or two further. The red lights appeared again, this time in front of them, then passed directly over their vehicle and headed off in the distance no noise, no sound. So now that, going directly over the vehicle, would say you would think there would be noise. Yes. Uh, around the same time in Kimmel, a local woman was driving home with two flashing lights, red lights, over the trees caught her attention. After pulling her car into the driveway, the lights flashing, uh, the lights were flashing alternately, which again says to me aircraft. She pushed the button on her garage door opener, but it only went part of the way up and then shorted out. She got out of the car, ran inside to tell her husband about the lights. When they went out, they both watched several minutes before the lights floated away. As soon as the lights left, the garage door started working again. Now, that does not say drone to me. That doesn't even say helicopter, clearly, to me. Yeah, that one's a little weird. That's interesting because you have an energy. You have energy pulled, right? Because that's really what's happening. You have energy pulled from electricity, Mm -hmm. pulled from this garage door opener which is really low electricity so i would imagine what would make me curious see this is the problem with investigators why did they not go around to other people's houses and ask them did you have a power outage did you have this did you experience any weird electrical anything during that time because maybe it was pulling energy from multiple places yeah you know instead of that one but she also happened to see it
2: you know what i mean yeah Anyways, but once
1: again, energy. That's what makes me think of that. Uh, Five minutes later, 9 p.m., Ligonier again. Two police officers on patrol saw an object with red lights on it flying at an altitude near West Noble High School. At first, they thought it was a small aircraft in distress, but then they realized there was no sound coming from the object. They realized they were looking at something a little more out of the ordinary. Here's an idea. Aliens. One of the officers told a local newspaper that he saw a quote, great big object, maybe like a 747, end quote, followed by the object for, uh, yeah, they followed the object for several minutes before it disappeared behind the trees. However, the two officers refused to speak to UFO investigators about the sighting. Now, at first, of course, it would be like, oh, they had orders not to talk about it. Please do that. Please talk to ufo investigators well okay but here's an interesting tidbit why would they go to the press and not ufo investigators
2: yeah yeah
1: because disinformation right Mm-hmm. what mm-hmm. i mean so if they so think about that the first thing i think of is i think authority cooperation in this going on Yes. Is that they're adding to the speculation that, what, they're not saying it's UFOs, they're not saying it's any, but it's a great big object, maybe like a 747. So what are people going to do? Go, oh, well, it must have been 747. Those cops said it might be like. No, they're going to be like, oh, it wasn't a 747? Yeah. So they're adding yeah. to the speculation that it's something not aircraft-related without saying it directly. But then they don't want to go to UFO investigators why because i think they know that these investigators that actually do this will ask them questions that they are not prepared to answer right and they can't just say no comment whereas with local newspapers no local newspapers aren't going to know what questions to ask they're not going to ask about propulsion they're not going to ask them about residue no nothing so it's very easy to go to the local newspapers and say, "Oh, I saw something crazy." They're just During, gonna,
2: they're just going to regurgitate whatever was And told on top of there. that,
1: mind you, that and edit it down. This man. wasn't in the papers yet. So he's these officers are going to the uh to the newspapers following multiple reports coming into local sheriff's offices and giving them a little tasty tidbit. Mm, setting the stage for propaganda could be dun dun dun. Could be once again could be orders, but then again, I think why not talk to the ufologists because they'd be exposed for the disinformation agents they are. Anyways, a little less than an hour later, ten thirty p.m., just outside Topeka, a local resident was alerted by the barking of his dogs. Now that, if he's alerted by the barking of his dogs, that says to me they don't do it all the time.
2: Yeah. That's well, more credible, right? Or that, uh, you know, that maybe someone was around or like there was well, an animal. Well, maybe, maybe. So he grabs his rifle, went to see what was up.
1: Uh, he saw an object that was shaped like half a football. This guy ain't
2: fucking around. Grabbed his rifle.
1: Yeah, well, dude, hey, look, I, I, let me tell you something. I would be one of those guys. Yeah, me too. Because I'm too. like, look, I'm not going to go out there and and get fucked up, you know? I'm not going to get uh, raped by aliens. Out there, I always think that's a possibility. Do you think bullets would even hurt him? I'm it. We'll we'll cross that bridge when we come to it. <laughs> I'm not going to speculate as to whether it will or not. If it doesn't, then I'm going to be like, oh shit. Maybe shitty opera
2: music, like in Mars Attacks, <laughs> will kill them all. <laughs> that was country western. Oh, that was country, wet, country west, western. Country <laughs> western is what that was, but it was
1: like yodeling is what it sounded like. But it, yeah, it was country western. That was funny. I Mars that Attacks. Movie. That is a great movie. Uh, <laughs> um. All right. Half a football around 100 to 150 feet long. That does not say drone to me. And around 20 to 30 feet wide Uh, at about 300 to uh, 500 feet away from him hovering over the Elkhart River. Uh, He watched the object for around 20 minutes, even shooting his rifle into the air to get a response. I just don't ever think that's a great idea just to that's, get a response that's what i do i'd shoot at it but here's the problem like let's let's think about this what is it off <laughs> yeah i i bet you do until you do and then you don't but poor
2: mike let me just <laughs>
1: yeah he really did he talked a lot of shit and they nabbed him you, uh, you
2: need a poor mike button
1: oh dude for real i'm gonna i'm gonna figure that out um well, I do. It's this.
2: I'm not sure what's going on, but my asshole is in danger.
1: <laughs> or this one. All right, sir. I just need
2: to check inside your asshole.
1: Poor, that's a good one. That's poor good. Mike. And the clap of my ass cheeks keeps alerting the guards. <laughs> <What> the <fuck? laughs> oh shit! Look, you bring up Mike. We're going to talk about ass, anyways. <laughs> you can take that every you want. So he fires his rifle into the air. I would not do that because, for one, let's what is it going to do? It's going to alert them to my presence. For one, and I'm not. That's not a threat. It's 150 feet wide, long, and 30, 30, 20 to 30 feet wide. How is that a threat?
2: They that's, you're just even, going.
1: Here I am.
2: Yeah, they probably wouldn't even like notice that you shot there. No, just be like,
1: oh, I'm going to sneak outside and see what's up, and also. And I and hope they pro- don't
2: find me. And it'd probably be like tink, tink, tink. Someone on <laughs> yeah, the, on exactly. the craft would be like, "What was that noise?"
1: Yeah, did you <laughs> hear that <them>, mosquito? <laughs> uh, so the project moved silently away from him and disappeared in Columbia City. So you know, lucky they didn't do anything else to him. Columbia City local engineer was driving along when he saw what he thought were the lights of three helicopters. The more he watched, the more he realized there was something a little odd about how they were moving. When he realized he couldn't hear any sound coming from the lights. He dismissed that idea of helicopters immediately. Dun, dun,
2: dun. He described
1: the lights as spooky and freaky and was at a loss as to what they might have been. Here's an idea.
2: Totally. What makes lights spooky and freaky, though? Those are horrible descriptions of lights. Like, what, what, what? How
1: much of a pussy do you have to be to be scared of some lights? Yeah, no shit. Like I just, you know, to me, I, I just don't get it. Pussy! <laughs> I, I I really don't. I'm just, I'm just like, hold on.
2: Like I, look, can you at I, least tell me what color they were, sir? Yeah, no, they I mean, were what, just scary and freaky. Yeah, what kind of <laughs> lights are you around where you're just like, oh, it's a, it's a spooky light. It's one thing if you go into a room right. that has. Spooky lighting. I was going to say, I, I've been to a few raves that, man, the the lighting was fucking pretty freaky. But Yeah, I've been to some places where it was like deep red lighting. I you're just like, oi. Uh, yeah, I don't think <laughs> this guy was at a rave, though. No.
1: <laughs> no, he was not. He was in his little pussy mobile,
2: I think is what it was. Yeah, he was, he was probably, driving along, driving his, along. His pussy mobile was probably either a Prius or a Gremlin. One
1: of the two. (laughs) Yeah, who knows, man.
2: Although, I wouldn't mind having a gremlin myself.
1: No, me me, me neither. Look, I, you know, anyways. Uh, Around the same time, in Churubusco, a local dude was watching a baseball game on TV. It sounds like they don't like baseball. When he heard a noise outside. By the time he got outside, he saw what he believed to be four helicopters moving over his house. So, again, two that identified as helicopters right off the bat. But, again, as we've said, with ancient, or I've I've said, and I, I think you've been here when I said this, um, in like ancient cultures and whatnot, is mistaken identity for what we, we associated with something we know. Yep. So that's very, very common. Uh, buddy, four helicopters moving over his house, but the noise they made was quieter than helicopters. Dude, drone, you fucking called it. Maybe. I think you did, dude. I think you fucking nailed it uh plus there were no markings on what he believed was their underside so well, again see if you've never seen a drone before i mean dude in 93 i was i was 11 i know for a fact i would not
2: have known what a drone looked like i was too i definitely wouldn't have <laughs> <laughs> I, de- I definitely
1: i it's so and I mean, I, I, you know, me and my dad launched model rockets. I had, I had model race cars and air model airplanes and uh, not model, uh, RC yeah. stuff. And so, I mean, we, yeah, we did all that. So I was familiar, I, you know, I was an aircraft nut. I collected these little, um, you
2: know, airplane, uh, are you like one of those those people that collects trains? And like uh, well, and I had in a couple room? of train sets. I did. <laughs> yeah, I, <laughs> I, I really did. It. I, I was into it.
1: all that shit. But you know what? <laughs> it was into for me is it was about the electronics it took to make that work. I wanted to learn how to make shit like that. And yeah, so, like yeah. slot cards, I thought were the coolest thing. My dad had this huge slot car track That's in cool. my, a whole basement. It was a it was a house size basement, and my dad turned almost the I would say a good. 70 percent of this basement into a slot car track that's and cool. it was fucking Th- rad that's man. the ones you where know? you have the remote yeah so you'd race them around. yep yep yep. Okay, and yep. it's super cool man really cool. fun he did all the nascar ones he had like the legit you know one one 16th scale oh that's like oh badass. it was badass man it was super fucking cool shout out to my dad yeah do you still have it no. Just bring it up no, and play dude, with it, dude. That's a long story. We're not getting into all that <laughs> shit. Uh, anyways, yeah, therapy time. Let's talk about my dad. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, so there no markings on the unders underside. Watch for around two minutes before they disappeared. Um. Oh yeah, and just like that. So after all this, okay, after all this, it's all over. UFO sighting over the Northeast part of Indiana completely stopped. So what was it? What was it that people saw? You think it was, I, once again, dude, I think you nailed it. I think, I think, I think a few of these could have been helicopters. I I honestly believe that. And, yeah. and we're, I'm going to go into a little bit later how it could have been a type of helicopter called the Apache based on its stealth technology. But, I think you nailed it, dude. I think you nailed it with drone. That I, I a decent, a decent amount of these, aside from the ones that legit made no sound whatsoever. Yeah. I think aside from those, I think legitly these could these could have been drones.
2: Yeah, yeah. Especially like with the, the, the ones with the dogs barking and dude, stuff.
1: Dude, 100%. Early like, surveillance.
2: Yeah. Dude, I would have never known. Oh. As a kid, I, once again, even being into this
1: shit. I, there's no way I would have known. Cause I had never seen one.
2: Yeah, exactly. exactly. I would have
1: been like, what is that?
2: And then getting reports on it. dude. imagine that I just, that, ah, man, that's, that's such a cool concept
1: that early drones when really like people just had no, and I'm sure at that time there were people that didn't know, you know, or that did, I mean, but, but dude, me, once again, being into RC cars, I would have loved to fucking have a drone when mm-hmm. I was a kid, my God. Anyways, what's great about this during the 90s, okay, here's what I like about this. There's no announcing this online on Facebook, Instagram, tweeting out, I saw a UFO, okay? That adds to the mass hysteria, you know, this this idea that, I mean, you put a tweet out and it gets picked up, you're telling, you know, a thousand people, a hundred thousand people, depending on who you are, a million people, uh, that you saw something. So what? Do, what do they? They can pick that up. Yeah, you know,
2: like, no problem. Like if Joe, if Joe Rogan was to be like, fucking, oh, dude, I saw, I saw this. As yeah, a, a UFO. full account. Yeah, he, dude, he, there'd be so many people that'd just be like, yeah. Oh, imagine yep. if
1: he just came forward with even like one of these. Holy shit! Lights over my house flooded the area with red light. I heard no sound. What could it have been? Yeah. Putting that out, people, holy shit. But what's great is during the 90s, that wasn't a thing. You didn't get immediate feedback, okay? Now, even though there was a lot of sightings reported, it wasn't until the the newspapers put it out, residents started seeing the next day, they realized how many people actually saw the lights. So nobody had any idea how many people were seeing these things until it came out in the, in the press the, the next day. And then, of course of course, as you pinpointed, most certainly got people to report their own sightings after the fact. Now you, uh, for sure, you're going to have a few people that see this and go, oh my God, I I saw, saw that. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know other people were reporting it. I better report, I should report mine for sure. For sure, and people, uh, people like that exist.
2: Understandable,
1: but absolutely, if you are going to look at human nature, you know you are going to have people going, "Oh shit, I could, I could get in the news." Yeah, I get in the local newspaper. If I say I saw this, and I've got the whole blueprint in front of me, <laughs> and dude, you are somebody that's quick about that. You come up with a few little details to add to it. Once again, adding some details to your account, maybe not your account, it seems to add to the credibility. But people pick it up. Yep. So um once again people started putting in so these are some of the reports that came in after the fact okay okay you have robin and earl todd and their two daughters claim to see the lights but it was only after they read the paper that it clicked Huh? Huh? i don't buy it Uh, After reading the accounts from other witnesses, Robin Todd said, quote, from the way they described it, it sounded the same as the object they said. How easy is that? Yeah. Oh, it was was exactly the same thing as we saw. (laughs) Yeah, no shit. Uh, Robin claimed that none of them wanted to say it was a UFO, but was something that didn't act natural. See, adding to your, well, we don't want to think it's a UFO, but it was a UFO. Yeah. Uh, They also said they were reluctant to come forward because people think you're weird. One, <laughs> well, I mean, look, that is true. You fucking weirdos. But you. I don't like, I don't like people that are like, I'm worried what other people think of me. Yeah, no, fuck I'm that. I'm like, dude, just why? You know, be, be you, man. And you know what? Everybody's better for it. And if you're a prick, please let us know you're a prick. You know, <laughs> Ahead of time. Not yeah. Afterwards. No shit. Yeah. Not based afterwards. on your words, your body language, your just general face on top of the amount of people jumping on the bandwagon for publicity or a number of other reasons, of course, um, there was probably a number of reports that didn't, that nobody said anything. So you have them, you have a mixed bag here. Of course you got the reports, you have people taking advantage of that jumping on and then you, and then obviously you're going to have people that don't report those types of things. So it's logical to think that there was actually more reports than what came out. Mm -hmm. Also, Could have been helicopters. Uh, Harlan Miller, one-time U.S. Army veteran and at the time a captain with the Noble County Sheriff's Department, claimed that he clearly saw four choppers that went over his home near Wolf Lake in a diamond formation that night. He would claim that it would have been difficult to see them in the night sky, but they were loud and extremely low. So you've got a guy who clearly knows his stuff, about helicopters, saying there was four of them yep. in this area at the time in a diamond formation. Now you have people that catch it at a weird angle; mm-hmm. could potentially look like an oval. Maybe that's pushing a bit. I think. I think that's. But a sheriff would would
2: be able to know. His I I think his you know yeah. Like
1: but he's also saying angles. they were loud and extremely low. So again, that makes me lean back on the ones that said there was no sound. They yeah. clearly saw something. With no sound. Yeah. So that is something different. Uh, so we're, we put that in a separate category. But I, I would say a lot of these, a lot of these are, are dude, the fucking drone thing, man. Just keeps coming back. Blew mind, I wish I had nice. thought about that. But I'm glad you did.
2: Well, that's why I'm here. <laughs>
1: exactly. That's why you're here. Uh, again, yeah, like many said, they didn't make any noise. The Todd family, for example said they were confused by the lack of sound. And they even live close to an airport and were used to noises and sounds coming from the uh, the airport. So they were confused by the fact that it didn't make sound. They expected sound. Okay? Yes. So that's 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 a good thought right there. Another Army veteran, retired uh, Air Force Master Sergeant Clarence McDaniel, said in an interview the, that uh, the former... Oh, said in an interview with the Fort Wayne Journal Gazette that the objects were very, uh, very well, might've been Apache helicopters, which he described as really quiet and really swift. So Apache helicopters, if I'm not mistaken, have the ability to, I I can't remember if it's slowing down the rotors or whatever it is, but dude, they can get so quiet. Oh, really? I always thought they were super loud. No, I mean, general helicopters are, but Apache helicopters had some... I believe it was some kind of an airflow jet that was on top of... That was uh, below the rotors that actually could could create a jet-like
2: effect, more airflow without uh, a jet engine. No, Apaches are the ones they used in, like, Vietnam. No, dude, those are Hueys. Oh, Hueys. That's oh, yeah, man. No,
1: Apaches of. came out... But Apaches were, like... Um, gulf war oh, okay uh, iraq okay. oh yeah no 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 no. you're talking huey's the big huge yep. lunkers open doors no i'm talking these are the slim lined they got oh. like the, they almost look like um uh, like uh blocky like cyber cyber pixelated almost just, they just look really blocky slim slim lined all black beautiful I'm Anyways. A, I'm going
2: to look it up while you're talking. Do it, now. man.
1: But yeah, these had, I believe, some kind of air jet, some kind of air propulsion underneath the rotors. And so they could literally come in really quiet. And that was the whole point. They were like stealth helicopters. Really awesome. They're amazing, dude. They're they're badass. Badass looking. If you've never seen listeners, my peeps, oh, yeah. if, you, if you've never seen an apache helicopter go look it up man they, yeah. they are a badass looking machine
2: yeah yeah, yeah are, see uh, what i'm talking about yeah. that ain't no
1: huey brother no that, that ain't no huey no yeah huey. but that's but you see what i'm saying about the yeah <laughs> great show so far am i right don't let this happen to you and about like 30 to 45 minutes ago i beat the fuck out of my dick so goddamn hard that I can't even feel my left leg. My left leg has went totally numb. And my dick has also went totally numb to the point where it feels fucking weird when I go and take a piss. Take CBD. Get the best CBD at com. Use promo code UFONO to save 10% on your purchase and help support the show. About the engine underneath?
2: Yeah, yeah, I see. Yeah, yeah, that. yeah.
1: So they've got some excuse me, some kind of alternative propulsion that allows them to, to pull away from the rotor noise and therefore come in really quiet. I mean, people have, people have literally said before that, that Apaches will come up over the mountains on top of them and never hurt them. Oh, crazy nuts, dude. Like that's how they did a lot of extractions back in like Gulf war. I, I could be completely fucking stupid on this, but if I'm not mistaken back in Gulf War, Iraq, things like that, they were um, the first Iraq war, not the second and all that, but um, that's how they, they got a lot of these guys out. You know, if they were pinned down by, by fire, there was, you know, the Huey pilots did amazing things in, in, in Vietnam, amazing things, but an Apache could literally come in silent. So a Huey, The enemy knew they were coming in, so these pilots had to come in hot. Yeah, yeah, And would come and just, just swoop down an area, just not even land, scoop everybody up, and they're fucking out. These pilots were unreal. Yeah. But, like, these Apache helicopters could literally just come in on an area, and you'd never even know they were coming. That's fucking crazy. It's nuts, man. Anyways, that's why Apache helicopters specifically are, are thought to be potentially this, uh, another expert Sergeant Charlene Busey of the Indiana national guard described the Apache helicopters as awesomely silent. I'm telling you, dude, I, you know, obviously I'm nobody, but I've, I've seen like documentaries and accounts of people saying like this Apache helicopter literally appeared over this mountaintop, never made a noise never made a noise, then swooped down into this mountain range, picked these guys up, and was out and barely made a sound. That's crazy. In a mountain range where the sound like carries and shit. Dude, that's, you know, those reasons right there are why stealth technology is valuable. Yeah. You know, but obviously we have pricks, you know, in the government that love to use this shit against innocent people. Uh, But that's why it's valuable is getting your people out. Yeah. You know, but yeah, yeah amazing machines, amazing machines that's and crazy. fast as fuck. Anyway, so that's why. Okay. Now, okay. I, do, I don't think the whole like hovering and all that, because you're not going to get like air jet being able to propel you silently hover. Yeah. So I think that takes, but but lights that are moving, you know, overhead that don't make sound, I think that's valid. Yeah. Yeah. And it's possible. Uh, but why apache helicopters in indiana why testing Uh, dude there i mean look anybody who's listening to the show knows i've highlighted numerous times the government for no other reason other than they could experimented on their own people dropped all kinds of gas stuff used uh, experimented with technology uh aircraft you name it yep uh so yeah once again i mean (laughs) Any reason, any reason they want, uh, we haven't hit Indiana yet. Let's do it. Uh, some people suggested the Doppler
2: effect. You ever heard of this? Um, remind me. I I have heard of it, but remind me.
1: Yeah. So the Doppler effect is the sound that our ear detects will change in pitch as an object passes okay so it's like the radar effect so like the the pinging yeah as a as a as a as object gets closer it pings differently yeah so as you hear something the sound of it changes like a car when it goes by yeah so same concept is that that's going to determine you know where it's at so if it's a faint humming sound it could have been further away yeah could have been much larger they just thought it was closer because it was so 30 to 30 you know, 20, 30 feet wide. Maybe it was 200 feet wide, but it was higher up than they thought, making a lot more noise than they thought. Yeah. You know, so anyways. Uh, so that's why they're talking about that. Doppler effect is going to be, range has to do with that. And once again, we, these people don't know how far away it was, how big it was. They don't know any of that. I wouldn't know that. I And I don't know anything. Uh, once again, some of the sightings, including Miller's, very well could have been helicopters. Another question is, Were the helicopters, the lights everyone was seeing, or were they in response to the lights? Huh? So did people start seeing sightings that weren't helicopters, and then people start seeing helicopters because of the lights?
2: Mm -hmm. Good question.
1: Yeah, see? So that was, you know, once again, it could have very well been helicopters, but did the helicopter show up in response to there being strange lights? Or it could have been a joint operation. So many questions. Uh, now let's look at some of the sightings days and weeks before and after the explosion of sightings on July 13th. And whether they might be connected or not. For example, 9 p.m. July 7th in Paragon, a local resident was watching TV. When their, I bet you was baseball. These fuckers hate it. When their brother burst through the door, claiming that an object was in the the sky outside, the whole family got up, went outside to see. Much to their disbelief, a huge, bright green ball was moving across the sky. As it moved, there was an occasional glow of red light. The family stood and watched. Yeah, stood and watched in amazement as the object disappeared behind the treetops. Suddenly, a bright green object in the shape of a V shot into the air and faded into the distance within seconds. So it morphed. It could have been. Or, or was it two separate objects? Yeah. Mm, could have been. Another interesting nugget is the mother tried calling their father to tell him what had just happened, but a voice said call had not gone through before the line went dead. The same thing happened each time she tried to make the call. Uh, several hours later, the phone line finally worked. Coincidence?
2: I think not. No, I'm just kidding.
1: <laughs> well, actually, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. I mean, that one. uh I mean, it really. It really could have been anything. I mean, it. You know,
2: honestly, this was on a landline. Yeah. Back then, so I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. Landlines now I know are a lot shittier than they were back then landlines were pretty
1: well I mean the landlines don't change now i mean the the landlines are the same they just nobody uses them anymore yeah you know yeah. so i i don't I don't think they're any less reliable I just think people just don't use them uh is my opinion on that but I don't really know
2: I know a couple of people that do. My dad and my aunt, and I know both their numbers by heart. I don't even have to look at my phone. Damn, dude. Yep. (laughs) Good
1: for you. Uh, Same night around 11 p.m. in Marion, local resident was walking through their neighborhood with their aunt, head along an apartment complex opposite side, a radio station and a, a large field when they saw a light over the top of the field. At first, they thought the light was a helicopter until they realized it was moving in complete silence. Both of them stood completely still and watched closely as a dark object with very bright lights on both ends moved across the field, and every now and then the light would flash on top of the craft. So now you've got lights on the either side and on top. That's aircraft. Yeah, yeah, That's actually legal. They have to. They have to do that. Now, the, the, the reason why I was making sound... Once again, dude, now could have been drones. That easily could have been a military drone, especially if it had the lights on it, you know. Uh, Moved over the top of the radio station, heading closer to them so close that they could almost see under it. Then it exploded into a red flash and disappeared quicker than anything, is what they described it as. Makes me
2: curious about the radio station part because, Mm -hmm. you know, if, I don't know, if aliens if it, I quote unquote aliens did want to make contact with us, you'd think that they would want to, I don't know, maybe go to a radio station or like, uh, well,
1: think about how much energy radio stations are putting, putting out. Yeah. And they're broadcasting it. Yes. So if you think about, let's think about the idea that I'm just putting this out there. Think about the idea that a a, a future or, or, uh, uh, um, advanced technology based race
2: has utilized radio waves to travel. That'd, that'd be, be nuts, right? Yeah, that'd be crazy. You kind of blew my mind. That'd be nuts. Second.
1: But but think about it, dude. We we think of these waves as being utilized in one way. Radio waves. How limited. Yeah. What if there's multiple ways of using it? Not these? only that, multiple yeah, multiple ways of of yeah, of it's all energy. Once again, it's all energy. It's just the power needed. So you know, think about it like a quantum realm. You know, it, it it behooves
2: this to be smaller. Certain things work more powerfully smaller, and uh, that kind of comes back to that one uh, account of the lady uh, the uh, her electricity. Yeah, they were like pulling off her electricity. Yeah, exactly. Like that. If if they wanted to do that, you'd think a radio station would be perfect. Perfect. For
1: that. Exactly. Not only that, it is pushing. It's broadcasting. It's pushing out. So propulsion, in a way, if you think about it that way. Anyways, could be. That's an out there theory, but yeah, I've always thought about that. Um, a week later, at around 10 p.m., July 12th, several friends were hanging out on a patch of grass, After playing basketball, one of them was laying directly on their back, looking up at the night sky when they noticed a bright circular oval shape that was hovering back and forth overhead. Uh, He called to his friends to look up. One of them saw, uh, each one of them saw the object. However, to their amazement, with each of them focused, already focused on the sky, another object appeared almost the same as the first one. That says to me, uh... You know, not mass hysteria, but a group concentrated effort. Yes, and that the reason why it appeared is they were focused on it. Maybe.
2: What what uh, what defines mass hysteria? How many people well does I it have to you know I would be?
1: assume mass would be you know a significant number of people. Yes. Not a, a a gaggle of teens. Yes. Yes. Okay. You know,
2: I just wanted to get that out there.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh. So. Already focused on the sky, another object appeared, almost the same as the first one, circled each other as they moved across the sky before coming to a sudden stop. Then they shot skyward at a very high speed. little over a year later, August thirty first, 1994, in Mongo, around 40 miles from Fort Wayne and only five miles from the border of Michigan, at around 8.30 p.m., the witnesses J.K., a fire supervisor for the Forest Management Division, D.B., a firefighter, FB, a retiree, as well as a Michigan state trooper and a retired postal worker. God, that's like a joke in the works. Uh, What's DB, FB? Well, those they are came? they 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 want to be anonymous. Oh, you well. know, you got to realize a lot of these people that have government jobs, maybe it's, you know, DB pilots or <laughs> uh, pilots for one of them uh, have come on record saying we did not want to come forward with some of these things because we've been told, you know, they will restrict our flight status.
2: Oh, that's fucked up. Oh, dude. Like,
1: look what happened to the astronauts. I mean, the astronauts, when they came back, say what you want about whether the, you know, whether that happened or not. I mean, they, there was a lot of uh, speculation as to they were told to keep things under wraps, you know? But uh, pilots, for one, pilots have said that, look, you are treated differently if you, you know, because they're asked, do you want to report a UFO? And they're saying, and you can hear the pause. Like, there's a great, audio clip of you know them seeing a couple of pilots seeing something and they 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 describe it and everything and they're they're talking about how it's maneuvering and then there's a pause air traffic control says uh, such and such call sign do you want to report a ufo and long pause no tower we do not you know, like so, you know what I mean? So when you have that... Anyway, so these, these, this gaggle of uh, officials are sat around their campfire at the trading post campgrounds when they suddenly noticed an object that looked at first similar to the moon, but not the moon. J.K. said it was a flying saucer and that the white glow of it turned transparent and looked like a white strobe light on top of a dome. Again, flight light. But... These, you know, these people, but none of them are pilots. So, supposedly. Um, So, while underneath a bright red flash of light, also like a strobe, flashed several times. Again, flight lights. Yes. Um, As they continued to watch, the object moved out from behind the trees, hovered for several moments in front of shocked campers near the road, then vanished into the distance very quickly within seconds. Again, I, I think that could have been aircraft, very quick-moving aircraft. Um, in the evening, it's it's just a, it's harder to get a gauge on the sky in the distance and all yeah. those things.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, the following day, two hunters who had been on their way to the campsite were around half a mile outside of Mungo when they saw a glowing white object moving off to the east with great speed. Then a family named as the Martins claimed to see the same object and they were certain it wasn't anything terrestrial like a blimp. Think about that.
2: Like a blimp.
1: He, this this witness, the family, the Martin, said it, cert- it definitely wasn't anything terrestrial like a blimp. So why would they think blimp? Cigar-shaped. Well, but or like maybe it was a blimp. <laughs> it yeah. was just like, well, I don't want them to think it was a blimp, so I'm going to say it definitely wasn't a blimp. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like if you're dumb. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. If if you're dumb. (laughs) It's just so specific. Like, why would you say that? Once again, these dumb fucks, I don't understand. You know, like think about this. Think about human psychology. What are you trying to do? You're trying to not sound crazy, but you had a crazy experience. Let's think about how to go about this. Take a moment, you know? But yeah. just just being like, well, it wasn't anything terrestrial. Definitely not a blimp. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm d- thinking. Don't, blimp.
2: don't even write that down. Yeah, I immediately yeah, I think blimp.
1: Uh, the second sighting happened in Hamilton at around 8:45 p.m. A husband and wife, along with their two daughters, saw a glowing object that moved silently about 100 feet up, same altitude that J.K. Cli- uh, claimed. Uh, so, is this there a connection between these? and the 93 case. I don't think so. I think the descriptions are totally different.
2: Yeah, me too. Me too.
1: So I don't I don't I mean none of these people uh mistake mistook their sightings for helicopters? I mean, most of them didn't, right? Some of them did,
2: I guess. A couple there was a couple of them, yeah. Yeah uh but i think we're on to something with the drone thing
1: i dude i think you're absolutely right uh i think you're absolutely right about that i just i don't know why i didn't think about it. i just 93 i didn't put it together i was thinking you know early 90s drones what you know other than military i just didn't really think about it but but dude i mean it i mean holy shit i never knew that drone development was going on for so long what 30 36 and then you have other reports of them having this, having drone prototypes as far back as the 1800s. When did
2: uh, When did World War II start? <laughs> 40, World War II 42? was thirty, uh, yeah, like uh, forty two. Yep, yep. forty two. Is that when it ended? Though? No, no, no. Forty five was... is when it ended. Okay, so yeah. okay, so it was okay. So they were yeah. planning this before World War II even.
1: Oh, dude, they, you're once again. There was reports of it going. We read some that were talking about them developing this in the 1800s. Yeah, it just cool. wasn't until it, it became projects within the military until the UK did it uh, in 35 and then and then the US started doing it in 36. But that's crazy. That's crazy to me that. Uh, uh, so once again, I mean, that I, I just thought, well, h- how advanced was drone technology in 93? Holy shit. Yeah. So it could have been crazy developed. Yeah. Crazy
2: developed. Oh, in yeah. fact, now I'm thinking, Jesus, what, what could drones be like now? Uh, Well, I was telling you, I watched a video about a drone that was completely silent. Dude. And uh, if they're bringing that to the public's attention at conventions, this was a convention video. Yeah. Imagine what the fucking government has I'm telling you, we
1: are. Have you ever played the game Watch Dogs? Yeah. With the drones and everything? Yeah. Dude, I'm telling you, we are are steps. For those of you that have never played Watch Dogs, great game, free, you know, open world. um, But it's all hacker based and things like that. But It really opens your your mind up to the idea of how easy it is to act into shit for one. And even though it's a video game, it's based on actual shit. And then on top of that, they're like in the UK in a police state, basically, with constant. We're talking surveillance drones, like armed, you know, police drones patrolling the skies. We don't want that. I'm telling you, we don't want that in this world. We do not want that. You You don't want police patrolling your town. With armed drones,
2: no, we don't want it now. You we don't, don't want that. We don't want it never.
1: No, like it might sound cool, and it might sound like, well, that would make it easier for cops. Well, the police police already do
2: uh, drone surveillance. Oh, you but, bet. But they don't. But have they're not armed, at least as far as
1: we know, they're not armed. But yeah. Jesus, dude, now I don't know. Anyways, um, just over a decade later, two thousand and four, according to South Bend Tribune, multiple residents around rochester reported a disc-shaped object at 10 p.m on april 8th uh one of the witnesses bev carpenter and her daughter teenage daughter shanae shanae carpenter were pulling into the driveway when shanae exclaimed grandma what's that
2: she must have been a really good a really big shanae o'connor fan (laughs) shanae shanae Yeah, Shanae
1: Granny, what's that? When she looked, she could clearly see an object. Oh, no, actually, it needs to be... Granny, what's that? He's pulling his cock up! (laughs) (laughs) When she looked, she could clearly see the object with lights sort of aiming downward in two rows of three, each equally separated, and there was no color and no sound, and that it simply hovered right above the treetops. Uh then it moved slowly, heading eastward, blocked by the houses. Both Bev and her granddaughter ran into the front to see, but by the time they got there, the object was gone. I mean that that's three three spotlights. Yeah. What it sounds like to me. And whether it's dicks disc I
2: said dick shaped. Uh disc shaped. <laughs> if I was to make a UFO, it'd definitely be dick shaped.
1: Penis. <laughs> uh <laughs> um. Yeah, I mean, once again, that could that could definitely be a drone. I mean, of course, the speed in which it goes away. I mean, drones are pretty quick, man.
2: They are nowadays. You know, you I turn know. the
1: lights off, gone. Yep. Uh, they weren't sure if it disappeared quickly into the distance or if the lights were out. Oh, just said <laughs> they probably. Do. I would imagine they turned the lights off on the thing. Why would you have spotlighted lights on if you're just going away? Yeah. Um, The following morning, Bev contacted the local radio station, WROI, and agreed to speak live on air. According to the news director at the time, while Bev spoke about her encounter, the station received 10 calls from other members of the public who had seen a very similar, if not the same, object. Gene Winters, for instance, claimed he and his wife saw a very similar craft hovering over a pond near their home at around the same time as Bev's sighting. Again, could they be feeding off of this encounter? Certainly, you want to call into a radio station. You want to be involved in it. Yep. Super easy, man. You have those type of people. It's it's crazy. I mean... Think about how many more type of people we have now with things like YouTube and Instagram and stuff like that. Mm-hmm, the amount of people mm-hmm. that put themselves out there just trying to get attention, yeah. let alone back then when you had to call a radio station or talk to a newspaper. Yeah.
2: And just for the record, I would never be in a million years get used to saying those call letters. What were they again? <laughs> Roy. <laughs>
1: oh,
2: shit. Uh, he
1: said it had two rows of lights. Uh, Gene Winters said, I had, I was like, who's he? Gene Winters said it was, it had two rows of lights, like two planes flying together around 50 feet from the ground and the lights illuminated the, illuminated the areas around them. Uh, he walked to the other patio door, but by the time he got there, the object had vanished, just like the lights were turned off. Mm. Again, dude, spotlight drones. That is super easy to do. Super easy to do. And low sound. I mean, once again, who knows where the fuck they were. You know, and now you've got, like you said, silent drones coming to the public. Mm-hmm. We all know, we all know the government keeps the best shit for themselves. Yep. Jesus, I can't even imagine so where that So they probably at.
2: had this in the 90s, too. Oh, dude, you know it.
1: You know it. Bev Carpenter also received several calls from members of the public herself, uh, who claimed they saw the glowing object. Several months after the. and once again, that's to me, that's neither here nor there. Mm -hmm. the whole idea of other people contacting her and saying they had the same experience. Is it legit? Is it not legit? That would be hearsay. A lot of it. A lot of it. Even though even the original sightings are hearsay, but yeah, true. You have even more of a probability of fuckery when you put it out there and people pick it up and then they come back to you and say, I had the same thing.
2: But then how do you, how do you, how do you get it out there? Well, that's the
1: thing. You can't, you, you have to just be yourself And, and don't speculate,
2: don't put things in there that you don't know. Yeah. But how are you going to, I mean, how are you going to put it out there without? Well, you're, you're not doing that. You're not. I mean, people
1: are going to do it. Yeah. That's the whole thing. But that's why when you are as credible as you can, when other people add in their details, they come across as not credible. Yes. Whereas it doesn't bring your story down. Some of these do bring these stories down because they add, in my opinion, too much speculation into mm-hmm. the original sighting. Mm-hmm. Therefore, adding to what other people can speculate on. Yes. And then and it then just it, snowballs. Exactly. Um, let's see. Several months after the... Multiple sightings in Rochester. Another identified object was spotted over Fort Wayne on October 11, 2004. Local resident named Brandon McBroom noticed the object overhead while driving and quickly pulled over, grabbed his family's video camera. Um, Okay, so here's what I got to say about 2004 cameras. (laughs) Okay, I had one. All right, my kid was born in uh, 2005, Uh, you know, as a, as a, uh, as a, hey, you're a dad gift. My parents were like, "What would you like?" And I said, "I'd really like a nice video camera, so I can video my kid." Yeah. And at that time, a nice handheld uh, camcorder—yeah, uh, camcorder—it was a handy cam—was uh, like three hundred bucks. Here's my thing about why wh- I never traveled with my video camera. Yeah. Unless I was with my family, this guy's just driving and he's got this 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 at uh, back in 93 you didn't have like cell phone cameras you could just pop up yeah or at least it was really really shitty ones yeah so
2: what is he traveling around with a camcorder well maybe
1: i just don't get that's yeah. the one problem i'm like i don't yeah. i don't understand that
2: yeah i i agree with you probably but you know but there's all kinds of reasons why people travel with things.
1: Yeah, and yeah. maybe he's maybe one of those guys that's like, for, I like to document everything. Yeah, you know, like could me, be. I, I could carry be.
2: around a uh, digital voice recorder most of the time. Yeah, that's I, true. If I have that's, good thoughts, That's not I, something
1: that a lot of people do. Yeah, good point. Good point. Anyways, it just caught me weird because I was yeah. thinking time frame wise. I totally
2: get that. You know, yeah. like
1: I didn't, I didn't necessarily, but there are people that really do like to document every day. Yeah. You know, they like to, they like to catch things. So in order to do that, you have to have a camera. So. All right, all right, all right. Several experts in aviation, natural phenomena, experts in this, um, and UFOs examined the footage with the overall view that it was authentic and showed a genuinely unexplained aerial object, stating that the object was clearly not a meteor and it was too slow. Now, you have skeptics on the other side, especially one expert, that said high speed was suggestive, that the high speed was suggestive of a meteor. And that another one of them said it was space junk. I don't believe the space junk. I think, you know, depending on what it was. If it was too low, it would be space junk. And if it, and it, well, of course. And who sees space junk? Yeah. It's, I'm, it I'm, looks like, like even a satellite that's pretty close to the earth looks like a moving star. Yeah. It's not going to look like a craft. Yep, You know, but um, I just think there's, you know, this, the not, it definitely wasn't a meteor because it was too slow. I mean, you're, ta- you're assuming a lot of things. Well, you're assuming the size of the object. You're assuming because the size of the object is going to dictate the speed of the object.
2: Yes. And this is coming from several experts in aviation and natural phenomena and UFOs and stuff like that. Yeah. Which, you know, I just because they're experts doesn't mean they're credible, but they're yeah. more credible than just you or me. You yeah, know what absolutely. I mean? Absolutely. Unless they're crazy yeah. and then just are spewing out crazy bullshit, but all right, so let's
1: let okay, so that is the bulk of the the accounts that I have put together. Okay? Put so together. we got a lot. We got a lot put of them. we got we got cases before 93. We got cases after. We've got uh we've got different types of sightings. We've got different types of things. So let's let's break it down, okay? First, let's go over the mini wave in Indiana. The most obvious is the descriptions of the object and the lights were almost identical during this hour and a half span. They were almost identical. You had lights hovering either produce sound or didn't. So in my mind, there's no question there was something there. Yes. Okay. So a lot of these times, part of the speculation is whether it even happened or not. Right. Right. Whereas this, I do believe this happened because you have a lot of people talking about it all in this very quick time span, hour and a half. You have enough things going on, travel through or how long does it take to do a surveillance operation? Hour, hour and a half. Yeah. You know, you have enough drones, you have enough things going up. uh, So it might not have been the same thing. Training operations from the government. Literally anything. However, once again, I think without question, it did take place. Now, Again, we have some reported hearing a whistling or whining noise. Most of them, though, claimed that it was completely silent. Uh, The other thing was the way it moved was almost exactly, you know, depicted, described, which was drifting or floating calmly, not taking off quick, nothing like that. Um, But then before, then moving off really quick. So along the time, it's so once again surveillance Mm -hmm. it's slowly covering the area and then takes off yep um for those that said the lights disappeared they said that they saw the lights disappear they also claimed that it was in a way that would suggest it was part of one object as opposed to if you have objects in formation that take off really quick typically they spread out get away from each other and then take off because it's i would imagine it's much harder to accelerate and stay in formation But I'm not a pilot. Yeah. Uh, And also don't forget the fact that it seemed to be in a purposeful direction that the lights were, were on, like a predetermined route, which immediately puts out to me, it can't be weather balloons. No. Can't be. I mean, look, the weather balloon thing is so fucking old and tired. Like, can we just not... Nobody's ever believed it was weather balloons. From 1947. Nobody's bought that shit. Why are we still trying? Do we even use the weather balloons They anymore? do. They tried to do it with this. They tried to say it was helicopters or weather balloons. Because of the strobing lights. You know, that's always, 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 ti- always. It's It's such a tired thing. Nobody's buying it anymore. So... Okay, so then on top of that, you have the animal reactions. Which, like I said... I think there's too many there's too many variables there whether you're I mean the dog's behavior how can we track a you know saying this dog never did this before to me that's 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 a that's really hard to like be like well my dogs are freaking out it must have been clearly something physical
2: my dog barks at a squirrel I'm not gonna you know yeah half the time i i look out the window there's nobody even there well,
1: well we talk about radio waves and shit i mean we know that dogs here at a in, it, insanely intense level than us yeah what if someone was blowing a dog whistle exactly or exactly so so even though yes i think to that person it adds credibility to their personal experience i think you know as far as credibility for the entire situation i, I don't think it adds or takes away anything um but let's keep in mind that this is also something that is commonly reported with what's called close proximity UFO sightings. So that could mean that it was. It's commonly reported that that is something the dogs were barking, they were alerted by something, come to find out there was something out there. Yeah. Um, so that does happen. But like a lot of UFO cases, especially the ones with multiple reports, you have far more questions than you do answers. Yeah. I mean, we can speculate all day long as to what it may have been, um, all that. Oh. Oi. Kazoon tight. Oh, cosmic sneeze.
2: Anyways. You only sneeze once? I sneeze in pairs. You know
1: what? It depends. I, I uh, it it, it usually depends on what's going on. Sometimes I sneeze twice. Sometimes I sneeze once. Usually if it's once, it means something just ruffled my nose. If it's twice, it means it was just a sneeze, like a regular sneeze. If it's three times, I'm about ready to die.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, or I'm going to get sick in some way. Uh, if I sneeze four times, I don't know what the fuck I'm going to do. Like, I've never sneezed four times in a row in my life. So if I do, I'm going to be like, oh, fuck. Whole I'm going to have a brain so aneurysm. <laughs> Uh, but all of these si- lights, okay, all of these sightings about lights, the way it was moving through Indiana, the time frame, hour and a half, reminds me a lot of the Phoenix Lights incident that yeah. happened. It was less than four years before, or I'm sorry, less than four years later, in
2: Arizona. I
1: thought, uh, I thought March th-
2: 97. Oh, 97. I thought mm-hmm. they happened in 94
1: too. No, 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 nope. 97 was Phoenix Lights. This was ninety three, by the way, was the what would, the bulk of what we went over.
2: Gotcha, gotcha.
1: But except if for you're, the
2: two thousand four one, right?
1: Well, yeah, there was some before and 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 after. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, now, if you're not familiar with the Phoenix Lights, multiple people from across the state of Arizona, um, and some from neighboring states as well, caught photographic evidence, video footage, like numerous. We're talking fifteen hundred plus people saw this there was also like a a scandal with the the governor at the time came forward and did this stupid mock press conference where he was saying okay guys we're going to address this and then he had one of his uh his age dress in a in an alien costume basically making fun of everybody that that saw this um over i didn't
2: f- i didn't know that
1: yeah yeah, yeah. and so up. and then yeah it was it was really and so he got so many complaints Um, ended up leaving off I don't know if it's because he was elected out or he just didn't get reelected because everybody thought he was a douche. But then what's really dumb is after that, after he does that while he's in office, put, you know, makes fun of everybody kind of lets this go to the wayside. It was like 10 years later. They're talking to him about it. He's like, yeah, I saw it too. It's just, I was under pressure and you know, blah, 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 blah. It's like, wow. Wow, way to be a typical douchebag politician, you dick. Right, right. I was just like, that's exactly why nobody trusts politicians because they do that. Well, it wasn't in my best interest for my career. I was pressured to do it. It wasn't about the people. Uh, So anyways, but, and I don't know the guy. I don't know anything about the guy.
2: They were blaming it on flares. Oh, yeah, all kinds of shit. All kinds of shit. And so
1: for them to blow it off like that because it was under pressure, like, go fuck yourself, dude. I just, that's exactly why I hate politicians is shit like that. You know, it's because you find out after the fact, like they didn't really give a fuck, and uh, but they were a part of it. They, you know, they were included. You know, obviously he was he was told about it, and they he was under pressure not to say anything from who, from who. You know, clearly he's a governor. It was above that. Yeah. Nah. yeah. Anyways, so, um, and same as the Phoenix Lights. It was all over the state. It was a definite route. It like went in a. It looked like it was a predetermined path. But you could even say a tornado is on a predetermined path because it leaves like a straight line sometimes. Yeah. So it's hard to say that. But the biggest question is, what do you all think, my people? My people. What up, Pete? What do you think? What do you think? You think it was helicopter, Apache helicopters? You think like... Ed said, which damn dude, great. That was that was the single greatest uh Moment. on the fly speculation <laughs> I think we've ever had on this show, which was drones. I, I just never even thought of it. The, and and then to to find out on top of that that they've been man, they've been, you know, working on this for a long fucking time, that that blew my mind. So that's yeah, I didn't realize that been,
2: long. I would have guessed like the late sixties, early seventies. Me too. Or maybe during the Cold War or something.
1: Yeah, but no, dude, since the since the 1800s, they've been working on this shit. I mean, Tesla had had blueprints on these, and then as we know, they stole Tesla's shit, so it makes sense. They've literally made everything else he did, so, you know, might as well do drones, but I just blows my mind.
2: I had no idea. Stole his shit and then killed him? That's so yeah, fucked no up. Yeah, no shit, exactly. Man. Exactly. That's why I'm not an, inv- an inventor. I don't want to well, get killed for my fucking creations my, my, my babies. Yeah.
1: yeah yeah exactly um well and that you know that's it i mean it's it just really makes you think about um what the what the possibilities are of what's what's out there i mean once again we we really have no idea we really have no idea what kind of technology the military has we have no idea uh you know, we might think we do. There's a great quote by I think it was Ben Rice, and I've said it before on the show. I'll say it again. Who the fuck's Ben Rice? Ben Rice was the CEO of I believe it was Lockheed and Martin, which is one of the oh, uh, or yeah, Skunk yeah, Works yeah. or one yeah. of those. Yeah, yeah. I don't um, know. Lockheed it is. Yeah, when he retired, he was quoted as saying, "If it was, uh, if it was in Star Trek or Star Wars, we've been there, done that, decided what was worth our time and what wasn't." And then he went on to say, we are a hundred to a hundred and fifty years beyond anything the public knows.
2: Uh, it's and so fucking crazy. It's
1: insane. And so you think about that, if if you keep that up, and now we're in twenty twenty-two with insane hologram technology, mm-hmm. insane technology at the tip of our fingers, and that's just what consumers have. It it really makes you wonder. What they have out there that we just have no clue of, we just have no clue, and how they, as set as they've done in the past, how they could very easily use this against us, very easily.
2: Oh yeah. So, if we tried to overrun our government, uh, we'd be fucked. Oh, totally. Especially like I, these I've days. said before,
1: I I said uh, I put this in a in a uh, I don't know if it was a tweet or on Facebook or wherever the fuck I said, I said. Uh, you know, somebody was talking about uh, weapons, you know, and, and, uh, being, you know, having an armed, uh, civilian population. And I said, we are laughably outgunned. Oh yeah. The government has nukes. Where's my nuke. I want my nuke like an American delivered by Amazon in four days to my front door. Uh, that's how I want it. I'm an American. God damn it. One, one of the other things I saw that was hilarious was, uh, was somebody was like, uh, what the second amendment means to me. And they had a tank parked in front of a grocery store <laughs> and I just find that hilarious. But, but really it's, it, it really is true is that, you know, when you think that you can defend yourself against your everyday life, that may be true. But when it comes to a tyrannical government that, uh, that really wants to do whatever the fuck they want, uh, that is a scary proposition mm-hmm. because even if you are a gun collector You don't have near enough to take on the federal government. And that is by design, peeps. It's by design. And I'm not saying we should have nukes. That's a crazy thought. But Uh, I really think. (laughs) Fuck that. I want a nuke. I don't think anybody should have nukes. I don't think we should be able to nuke each other. I don't even think that should be an option. It would just be a mini nuke. I think we should have put nuclear into technology. Do you know they add the radiation? Oh, really? That is not like you in nuclear technology. They add the radiation to the bombs. To add to the, to the after effect. That's fucked. That up. is not a, a side effect of nuclear technology. So this idea that nuclear technology is gonna give everybody radiation, that's false. So so we you know, we could have nuclear technology that that you know, like fallout, it makes me think of fallout, you know, oh, of how, okay. how everything was uh, it was nuclear powered. I mean, of course, they're like, Well, that's what caused our devastation. Well, maybe not. Uh, anyways. That's a whole nother thing. That's a whole nother thing. But uh, before we get out of here, I want to add in, of course, my segment that I did last time, which was to to all my people. First of all, if you have stories, experiences, you want to reach out, email the show, which is in the show notes uh anything just reach out to me criticism i don't give a fuck i want to hear from you uh but right off the bat to my first donator of course constant supporter designer tinfoil hat wearing aaron Woo woo woo! much woo, love woo, lady woo, woo. thank woo. you so much appreciate it i really it's just oh brother why isn't it working oh there it was it was delayed out of nowhere <laughs> anyways uh aaron love you thank you so much we always have a great chat after the show. It really means a lot. Every time, I just, I'm so happy. Every time I'm like, oh, what'd you think? Aaron's, um,
2: Aaron's really the MVP here.
1: That's right. Uh, most valuable patron. Uh, you too. Oh, that was a good one. I know, right? You too can donate at patreon.com. Any donation, of course means the world to me. I love it all. I'll take it all. But, you know, the higher up you donate, it really helps out a lot. But anything, really. But it just, I love the love, and uh, I can't get enough of it. So, please, uh, you can go donate. Patreon.com slash podcast. Uh, and now, those of you who left reviews. Thanks for the moon, cheese. Uh, I want to give a shout-out. Last time, I, I didn't have them on here, but they left a, a review, and I feel so bad I didn't get you in. I believe it's Taigo Shia. Taigo Shia. Just be
2: confident in it.
1: Yeah, Taigo Shia. So glad to have you in our lives. Also, you brought us into yours. Thank you, and we're gonna get blind Mike. I promise. Okay, we're gonna get him back. That's, I mean it.
2: Man, we're trying our hardest.
1: And then ridiculous Patronus one loves the intro. We have some interesting topics. Keeps you wanting more. Thank you so much. Appreciate that. I we try. We try to bring some great topics. Uh, your Scented memoryed Once again, I want to know what your scent is. I imagine it's good. Uh, glad you added us to your list of pods. I want to say it smells
2: like potpourri.
1: It might. Uh, and uh, I always want to keep it real for you guys, of course, but uh, but uh, it means a lot that you think I'm trying. Uh, GG <laughs> Holland. Love the USO episode. And I'm glad you listened to it. Once again, if you people have not... Go on and listen to the USO, which is uh un- uh unidentified submersible object episode. Break it down, all kinds of great things. Uh, which is a real deal, man, real deal. There's some real speculation that out the Bay Area, way that there's a lot of shenanigans going on under the water,
2: under the underwater. Mm-hmm.
1: And then of course my good friend Casey Liskey says you have to check us out, and he's been on the show before, so he knows what's up. That's, uh, that's that's a demand. Yeah, exactly. You have
2: to check us out. A bit of
1: an order. It's not so much a guideline. It's really kind of a rule. Uh, If you've left a review and I didn't give you a shout out, please reach out to me. Tell me. I really want to know. Some of these things, you know, wherever you leave a review, I try and compile it all, you know, and like I have a hub thing, but it doesn't always pick it up. So if if you did leave me a review and I didn't give you a shout out because I always want to give credit where credit is due, please let me know. Um, Because depending on the platform, I might not see it, and I want to take a look at your big, juicy reviews. So please let me know. Uh, And now to my wonderful general shout-outs. Big thank you from me. My sister from the same mister. We have the same daddy. It's Christy. And the whole fam family, I said it the right way this time. Uh, <laughs> love you guys. Thanks. You recently bought some merch. I love you. Means a lot. Uh, Anthony D and Graham over in Alaska. Graham, I forgot to do it. I'm going to do it right now, buddy. You lost some people during COVID, and I want to say, buddy, it's it's been a rough time. He's been down in the dumps, and I last time I talked to him, I said, I'm. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to smoke a little bit on the show for you, buddy. This one's for you. <laughs> God, that sounded horrible. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. In the Graham, that's for you, buddy.
2: I'll I'll hit one for him, too. Hope you feel better, man. Uh, Lenny
1: F., always a good friend and listener. Love you, man. Hope you're doing well. Uh, And then, of course, Heather and Michael, always good listeners of the show. Casey Armadillo, you bought some merch. I really appreciate it. And Michelle Davis, thank you very much as well. And uh everyone who's bought merch, do you go by Michelle or Shelley? Oh, tell me. Uh everyone who's bought merch, I really appreciate it. It means the world to me. You two can go buy a sweet ass shirt over at uh well, it's in the show notes. I can't remember off the top of my head. I'm terrible. Uh but I really want you to tag UFO podcast on Instagram with your sweet ass gear. Help us build a portfolio of fans cuz you know, uh, it's a it's a growing show. As you could tell, this list has not gotten any bigger. We need, so, we need to help. Know, help me grow this list of supporters and helpers and all that shit and, uh, and help us grow a portfolio of fans because I want to see you.
2: Yeah, we want to see your faces.
1: Yeah, of course. If you want to get a shout-out, all you got to do is let me know that you listen to the show or donate. That's it. It's that simple. Just listen, maybe leave a review too. I'll throw you in there, uh, as well as donate. It's that, That's it. It's that simple. Uh, also, okay? Remember, keep an open mind, peeps. Keep an open mind out there. There's all kinds of crazy shit. I mean, look at this. Look at look at what we talked about. We talked about drones. I know. I mean that that's having an open mind, right there. You have to, right? Because mm-hmm. otherwise, mm-hmm. I've been like, Ed, It can't possibly be drones. <laughs> it can't possibly uh, can't possibly be drones. Uh, but, it, but it could have been. It could have honestly been. And once again, I want to know what you people think. What, what do you think? Was it helicopters? Uh, was it drones? Like Ed thinks? I'm sold on that, was man. It, I was it Apache
2: it. drones? Oh,
1: oh, shit. Oh, and, shit. And blimps? Oh, man. It's getting real now. Anyways, that's it for us, everybody. Thank you so much. I hope you enjoyed the show. As always, watch out for the government because you know what? They, they shysty bastards. Love y'all. Peace.